Yes, people, welcome back to Albert JTV, to the South East London red carpet with a bit of yellow. But match review time, Leicester City nil, the mighty Arsenal won. But before we get into it, people, let's smash the intro. Footballing community, you should know what to do by now. Like, share and subscribe. Welcome back to Albert JTV. A social media platform. Know what you're talking about. And what I mean by that is... Goals, ESR and Saka have done well. They've done okay. They've done well. Yes, people, we are live, like the famous Martin Tyler says. Sunday morning breakfast show with Albert JTV. It's a regular occurrence, people. As I always say, obliterate the like button like you normally do. And if you haven't already, well then do it, please, anyway. This is going live on YouTube, Facebook, and on the Twitter feed. So if you're, if you're, if you're about and you're awake, retweet and watch at the same time. You can multitask, people. Um, yes, Arsenal momentum, confidence is back, people. Um, but before we get into it, I've got two amazing Sunday morning guests. One's a regular and one is a Sunday morning debutant. But I'm going to start with my regular first. My brother from another mother, the, the, the main man from Hastings. I won't give the right, I won't give the proper address. I don't want to do that to Ray, but welcome back. <laughs> to, uh, welcome back to the Albert JTV match a few time. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, thanks so much again for having me, mate. Um, again, another fantastic uh, result for us, and I can't wait to get stuck into it. And Fran, love your work. So, uh, yeah, pleasure to be on with you. Yes. No, Ray, good to get you back on. Like I said, man, listen, man's working on the endorsements to get us a breakfast morning show, man. Don't worry, man. I'm trying. It's coming. It's coming. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> it's only, it is a matter of time. And last but not least, um, this amazing young lady to my left, to people, as you're watching the screen now, <laughs> I was going to say, I'd always get this wrong, but Fran, um, actually, it a pleasure to meet you sometime last year, whenever it was. I think it's the summer. Um, yeah, and it just, yeah, just to meet you and, and obviously admire your amazing work you do. Welcome to back to Albert JTV. Uh, how you been? Thank you so much. I've been I've been really looking forward to coming on and I'm really excited to meet you, Ray and Alba. Obviously, I love you so much. I met you at the Gunas V Cancer event. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to this one. A chilled out Sunday morning, another one at the top of the table. Um, just let's celebrate and bathe in being first again. It's beautiful. It is, it is beautiful. It is, it's, it's fantastic to be an Arsenal fan at the moment, despite what us rival fans are saying. I know you've got the draft tweets waiting each week to see where Arsenal are going to falter. Um, but yeah, Ray, we're going to go straight into it, my friend. Um, I feel like the most obvious thing to ask you really is, obviously, great confidence win last week. You know me. I like to break down game statement games, um, confidence wins, and that, that was a confidence win because... Arsenal fans have spoken about a long time that there was going to be, and the media probably, um, when will Arsenal face a mini blip or a bit of crisis? We've had that. We have had that. Um, so what was your thoughts yeah. going into another trip away to the Midlands, going to Leicester? What was your thoughts? Yeah, I was a bit uh, apprehensive on it. Um, obviously, we had a good win against Villa. Stop the uh, the blip, as, as you said. Yes. But um, Leicester, they, they've got good players, haven't they? Um, I know they're not in having the best season, but they've got a very good team, really great players, um, really good attacking options as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was always going to be a little bit tricky. Um, 
obviously players like Jamie Vardy and these sorts of players who have scarred us in the past. You're always <laughs> a little bit apprehensive when uh, when you're up against them, even though he's probably about 45 now. Um, but <laughs> yeah, when uh, when exactly. <laughs> But um, yeah, when, when we uh, when we started playing, we looked very comfortable, and I think the uh, the fact that James Madison wasn't featuring for him was oh. uh, was a massive uh, plus for Huge. us as well. Because we'll get into it, I'm sure, but he's uh, he's massively important to what they do um, creatively. No, no, well yeah. said. Yeah, I mean, coming to Fran again, I think there there were rumours. I think there was. I, I think I heard probably about a day before the game that he he might not be fit. Or whatever the reason was, but um, I saw your TikTok, Fran. It was very entertaining about James Madison. But um, yeah, Fran, what's your sort of thoughts off the back of um, asking you as well? What's, what was your thoughts sort of off the back of beating Villa and coming into this away game against the, uh, Leicester? Was, was you mm. feeling confident, or how, how did you feel about going into the game? I probably should have felt more confident, um, but I think the blip had kind of affected my belief in the team. But this week. Um, Oh hi hi James I, I really, yeah um but oh it's made me lose my train of thought sorry guys um no. so I wasn't feeling very confident because like they've scored they've won two games scoring four goals in the last three games um, yeah. and then they lost by four goals so they seem to be like which is very weird I thought like they're either going to be a team that concede loads or score loads and like we just don't know it could be a bit of an unknown quantity. Um, yeah. but actually, it was quite a <laughs> sort of standard 1-0 to the Arsenal sort of game. So you, you can never know by looking at like the runner form. Um, and I think we took... Oh, we'll go into the match analysis in a minute. Yeah, okay. But anyway, I was hoping that we would build off that kind of um, incredible performance last week with mm. Villa at Villa. And what I really wanted to see was um, a bit more defensive stability, like a bit more of a yes. calm performance well organized like a reset so we've got like the the um i think ask blog called it oh i can't remember like the the shot in the arm like mm. adrenaline like okay that's woken us back up now let's see a calm steady organized like confident performance um that was what i was hoping for and they delivered so we'll get into it we will we will get into it fran and my amazing ray but we will get into it um arsenal made a change come back to ray I was I was pleased to see it. I think it was called for in terms of Eddie not starting and um, Trossard starting, and obviously with, with Trossard, Saka, and um, Martinelli. I just think with Eddie, um, what I noticed, I don't know if you noticed it, Ray and Fran will come to you. Um, is after about 60, 65 minutes, he looked like he'd run his course. He's, he's played a lot of football. He's led the line for quite a few yeah. games now. He's not had this run in the team, so I I was pleased to see the the change that was needed. What did you think, Ray? Yeah, I think the team really needed it. Um, it's nothing on Eddie as a player. Yeah. I think he's brilliant. I think he's done fantastically well. Um, and for the large majority of the time that Jesus has been out, we haven't actually really missed him. So that's huge credit to him. But we certainly needed that uh, that impetus up front. We needed that uh, change. Um, and it was something different as well. He's a different type of player to, uh, to yeah, Eddie, isn't he? Eddie's a bit more of a poacher, whereas... Uh, Trossard can link up and and uh, sort of his movement's very good as well. So, yeah, massively important, I think. Um, and also he can switch with uh, with Martinelli. He can go left. Yeah. Martinelli can come central. Um, and like I say, it just gives us the team a different dynamic and the opposition something else to think about. So, yeah, I was really pleased to see, uh, see Trossard start for the Arsenal. 
Yeah, listen, Trossard, we'll come to him, Frank. Like, it's just be a double question. So, kind of your thoughts on Trossard starting, and also, um, I want to get your thoughts on what what you felt Arsenal did better, what what you saw better yesterday than you saw what what you saw against Villa last week. What was impressive a bit more? Um. So, right, first of all, Trossard, um, I've yeah. sort of been calling for this for weeks because I think Eddie's been missing chances, like through, just yeah. it happens sometimes. Um, and Trossard's been really bringing the energy and freshness, sharpness. So I think it was kind of an inevitability um, that this day would come. And I was very happy, very happy to see the star. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of what you'd expect, really, the interweaving between Martinelli and Trossard. Um, so we were linking up play really well like Xhaka, Martinelli, Trossard, Odegaard, everyone until about like their box <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, then it was yeah. just finding that final like ball through um yeah which was sort of an issue for kind of the first half and something they'll work on I'm sure but we we were so dominant um but what I was really impressed by and what I had been looking for was the defensive stability and we kept a clean sheet. Woo! Brilliant. Um, yeah, <laughs> for the first time since Spurs, basically. Um, and Saliba and Gabriel played really well. And I think they're doing really well with um, Jorginho's experience in front of them. Jorginho was really, um, like, marshalling both of them, really. Saliba was looking to Jorginho for, like, oh, what should I do next? And Jorginho would be like, keep mm. moving with it, keep moving with it. So I think he's given them he's kind of like the puppet master almost of those guys and they listen to him um, in regards to positioning. So I was really impressed with the dynamic of those three. Um, but defensively, we were much more um, like winning the ball back much more quickly, much more organised. It was just a really impressive defensive performance and I was very happy about it. So. Well, friend, that's fantastic. We've got, we've, we've, that's nice. No, well said. Um, I think you make a good point in regards to... Um, Jorginho, um, Ray, coming to you because obviously when we signed him, uh, I, I listen. I remember oh, like it was, go go come in, Frank, come in, come in. I was going to take the opportunity um, to actually make a public apology to Jorginho um, <laughs> after his transfer. <laughs> I was I was quite doubtful. I I allowed myself. I'll admit to listen to to skeptics and haters, and I just wanted to make it clear because I know he'll be watching and. Jorginho, you will be watching, I'm so you happy you're here. Um, you're doing an amazing job for us. And please just, we've always wanted you. Um, we've wanted you for so long. And thank you for coming and keep it up. So, yeah. Listen, Fran, listen, there's a lot of people that, um, listen, there's a lot of people. I've been on the, I've been on the platform long enough where people are too long in the tooth to turn around and say, you know what? I can change my mind about somebody. Um, it doesn't happen a lot on the platform because I think it's it's a lot of it is ego driven, unfortunately. Mm. Um, my yeah, my my stance was with him was like actually I don't know too much about you. Like, um, show me what you've got type thing. Like, mm. I'll make my mind up. Like, once you've played a few games, I'm not gonna say like, oh, ex Chelsea player. And now I'm fully on board. So he's he showed us what he can do and that he's here for us, play for Arsenal. Love it. Mm. Sorry. Fran, well, no, well, no, Fran, well said, well, well said, Fran, you, Fran, you can interrupt me anytime you, you, anytime you want, trust me, it's fine, we can work, I can multitask, but Ray, come in, sort of touch on to you about Jorginho, yeah, um, I think Fran's mentioned the one key word, really, not to sort of dance around it, is experience, um, I've mentioned it before, composure, um, and, and I think, 
I understand what it was when we signed him with Arsenal fans, and and I I get it. Like we've bought Chelsea players before, um, when they're not at the peak of their powers. To be honest with you, so that's what really really drove it. Um, I I've got to be honest, Luton. I I said it at the time I was on Tom's show, and I said it. Um, I don't get underwhelmed very often, and and this is not in a disrespect for Jorginho. Listen, he's been in this, he's been in the Premier League a number of years, so it's, it's he's not an unknown quantity. Um, but he has bought us that experience which we needed because obviously. We've spoken about this role with Thomas Party. He, he is high-risk injury. I said to Potsy in the week that I'm surprised we've got through the amount of games we've got through where Thomas Party hasn't missed that many games. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your thoughts quickly on them, um, Georgina, my friend? Yeah, I'm a bit like Fran, to be honest. I'm in that queue uh, waiting to <laughs> spit my apology. Um, I'm in the Humble Pie Bakery, me. ready to uh, order my slice. Um, yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, you know, he's been brilliant so far as he's come. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think I was like everyone else. I had uh, Chelsea player PTSD. Um, I've seen um, them, you know, <laughs> give them, you know, Chelsea give us uh, or give them that other oh, rubbish. And, uh, yeah, it's just been been not great for us. But yeah. I think the thing is with Jorginho is you don't look at him necessarily as an upgrade on Thomas Partey. But you look at him as a upgrade on El Nenny and Lakonga, and um, Partey would have been injured. And had we not signed him, obviously El Nenny was injured as well, so we would have had Lakonga in there. And um, again, I think he's uh, got a, a good future in the game, but he's nowhere near the player Jorginho is. And Jorginho just gives us that control, calmness. Um, he can pass um, a wide range of passes as we saw uh, yesterday he was able to pass the ball forward wasn't he and really getting behind sorry Ray that pass is sack yeah it was outrageous oh. wasn't it yeah great pass yeah Beautiful. yeah no really good pass um, and he was yeah. just controlling it for us and in a game in a game like that uh, um, so dominant um, he was a really key player um, like I say just dictating the tempo uh and controlling the the game, and I think that's uh, the base of of why we were so good in that in that game yesterday. I think also like you can't um, like underestimate kind of um, people's like demeanors and attitudes on a pitch and how that can influence how everyone else is feeling. So having someone that calm and composed and like we're going to be okay, you know, like we we've got this and stuff. And obviously Zinni's winning mentality, it does like seep into everyone else. So I think, yeah, uh, it'll be really, re as I said, really good for Saliba and Gabrielle, who occasionally have been known to kind of like lose it, like panic a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, no, well said. No, you know what? The first stuff for me, um, so I'm going to sort of come to the talking points uh, very quickly in a minute, but yeah, listen, we started really sharply, man. Uh, really, really pleased where we started the game. A complete, complete polar opposites of the way we started the Villa game. Um, I think the only issue we had was that if you look at the amount of work Ward had in goal for Leicester, he, he didn't um, for the, the for the possession we had. Um, Decision-making was a thing for me. I thought Martinelli looked like he was going to have one of them games where it wasn't going to work for him. Xhaka in recent weeks for me has been off it, if I'm being honest. I thought he was a little bit yesterday. Um, and I think also, if I lose my train of thought, what was I going to say? Um, it's funny with the guard, right? This is this 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 is why I put it the first time. People might forgot talking of crackers. I always complain that he should shoot more. I actually thought he's in positions where say where he should have passed, <laughs> and he put the shot on. No, there was a couple of cases. I thought, oh come on, man! Like you, you're the one player 
that you can see you can see a pass before you think about shooting, but that's probably been nitpicking. But, but I was where I'm coming yeah. from. So. I was like really happy to be fair though, like to see Trossard, Saka, Odegaard taking shots yeah. way sooner because we've been kind of moaning. Well, I have. <laughs> I've been moaning. I've been moaning. About, Don't like, worry, yeah. <laughs> um, they're trying to set up for that perfect chance, and like yeah. sometimes you just got to boot it. Um, and yeah, Trossard did unfortunately. The, unfortunately, Ben White will get to him. Um, <laughs> but I was happy to see our players shooting earlier and not like messing around so much. But I guess we, you go from one extreme of like us never taking shots to now probably maybe like taking perhaps too many shots too early, if if you can even say that. And mm. um, maybe now just like working out when's the right time and stuff. But I was I like seeing uh, the early shots. I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I'm, maybe I'm just nitpicking, but when I watch it, when yeah, I watch Albert, the episode, like, Erdogan, yeah, like, no, I was like, there's times when I think normally Erdogan would pass me, but he went and took a shot. But listen, I, I can't grumble too much. But Ray, um, we thought we scored. Um, great finish by Trossard. And, and I've got to be honest, I don't know what you guys' thoughts were and people in the chat and watching this when, when they watch this back. And I'm not forgetting people, I will put this on the audio so you can hear everybody's fantastic, dulcet tones, people. Um, I didn't know what the VAR was for. I didn't have a clue on first glance. I said, what 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 could they possibly be checking? And even someone made the point, like um <laughs> when I did the fire cam for vote yeah. in the comments, he said, um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not no surprise they managed to find it an, an incident that happened. When I saw it, and the question was asked to me, and it's been asked of Arsenal fans, and I'm gonna ask you guys, if the shoe had been on the other foot and that goal got chalked off in our favour. Do you still think that was a free kick or not? So I'm going to come to Ray. Honestly speaking. Yeah, to be honest, mate, I was uh, exactly the same. When it was uh, disallowed, I sat there scratching my head, like just wondering why. Um, yeah, yeah. To me, it looked like a, a completely chill. Um, It was a fantastic finish, but, uh, by the way, by, yeah, uh, by Trossard. What a goal that would have been. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, I mean, you get that in every corner, set piece, free kicker scenario, don't you? There's always hustling and bustling in the box. Um, it's always crowded. Um, actually, I thought it was literally Ben one there with a bunch of Leicester players around him and the goalkeeper, obviously, as well. And uh, if, if anything, I thought it was poor goalkeeping. Um, you yeah. know, it is a, it's one of those that happens in every game. And uh, if you're going to start, you know, nitpicking then, you know, we're going to see a lot more goals chalked off, which uh, which would be a real shame. Um, if it happens, you know, um, against us, I'd, to be honest, I'd just be completely relieved because we yeah. would have got away with one. Um, yeah. yeah, you can argue there's, you know, contact or whatever he's, he's holding his hands. But like I say, it's it's very 50-50 um, in my opinion. Um, it could go for you one day, could go against you. Um, and that's the thing with them now, isn't it? It's uh, it's very subjective when they when they give these decisions rather than factual. And I have the the issue with it really because I like I say I feel like in a different game or we see incident in the same game where something similar happens and we don't get the same uh, same result. The, the referee doesn't look at it. Just bizarre to me. Yeah. Yeah, you know what it is as well. And I'm going to say this, and I'm not saying this because we're Arsenal fans, and at the time the goal got chalked off. I would say one, what is one player on the pitch that gets more protection than any other in, in on the pitch, and that's goalkeepers. Goalkeepers always have had that in their favour. 
for as long as I've been watching football, any type of contact the goalkeeper gets is a foul. And Alan Shearer always says, he said, just because there's physical contact doesn't mean it's a foul. And, mm -hmm. and funny enough, Fran, before I come to you, Guy Lineker even said it on Match Day yesterday. He said he was very, very, even as a Leicester City fan, he was very, very surprised that went to VAR and it got overturned. And he's saying that as a Leicester fan saying that. And I thought, wow. Because I, I actually thought, when I saw it, I thought, I mean, I've seen a lot of penalties that should have been given this season. And I'm not talking about just Arsenal, I'm talking about Premier League in general. That should have been given and weren't given. And I thought to chalk that goal off for that, I was like, mm. Fran, what, what are your thoughts, honestly, though? What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I come from a slightly different perspective. So I, I was like um, quite a high level, like field hockey goalkeeper. Ooh, so I'm very much like, thank you. Um, <laughs> I've, I'm always like in, if I was in the place of the goalie then, and I know lots of people have played in goal and stuff. I'm not like special, but um, I would have been like, I would have been doing the same that Ward was doing and really saying the ref, like this guy inhibited my movement. Yeah. So when he punched it out, it, one hand was like trapped. So he does like this weak ass, like yeah. weak <laughs> punch, which goes to oh, Trossard, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I, re I, I actually really agree with the decision because, I mean, it wasn't that they just like picked it out of nowhere. It was that Ward was complaining to the ref going like, like he had my arm, like I couldn't move my arm. And when you're goalkeeping, you know, I, I, if it happened to Rambo, I think we would all be quite like, you know, a bit like mm. outrage, like ref. But so, so we, you wouldn't have noticed. It but wasn't is, clear and sorry, obvious. Sorry, but... to, to cut you, but this is. Yeah. Go on, Ray, come in, come in, Ray. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was just going to jump in very quickly. Um, that's the thing though, isn't it? He does get contact to the ball. He is able to get a good, a good punch, in my yeah. opinion. All right, yeah, if he's not we... able to catch it, but like I say, it's a, this is a crowded area. Earlier on in the season, um, Aston Villa scored a goal at the Emirates where oh uh, God, I yeah, think it's Cameron who's basically hugging yeah. uh, Aaron Ramsdale <laughs> and that goal was given. So it's just the inconsistency. Well, that, yeah. yeah, that's um, it. I fully that's hear it. what you're saying though. Yeah, no, that is it. Like if, if that's going to be chalked off, then look at all the other goals that could have been. It's just, there'd be, it's there'd just... be, a, lot, there'd be a lot that'd be chalked off. Yeah, yeah but I, I think was... personally that one, like if, if, a, if a player comes to the ref and is going like, this happened, like they have to check it, even if they hadn't noticed it at first, you know, or I guess they don't, but maybe. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It just make it consistent throughout. But I think that decision was was fair. Yeah, yeah. Fran, staying with you. Um, I mean, when, when I watched the game yesterday, they don't really... They don't, I don't know what it is. Maybe it might be the Premier League. I'm not sure too sure. When it comes to, um, well, definitely offsides. They don't show the lines on the pitch. They, they didn't show it yesterday, but they definitely didn't show it. Unless I missed something. But the uh, Saka penalty, penalty incident. Um, uh, yeah. I, I was, I, I'm being, I, I'm, again, this is not being, but I was quite, I was surprised that wasn't given. I thought it was a mm -hmm. record tackle from, I think it was uh, the defender, what's the lesser defender's name? The Australian guy. Uh, Suter, I think it was him. Or was it, was it, yeah, I, I'm yeah. surprised that I'm. Sh I'm sure it was probably looked at, but they probably didn't feel there was enough in it for it to be a penalty. What did you think is a penalty or not? I did, um, and even the commentator on whichever legal I stream I was yeah. watching it from <laughs> um, said, "How are you going to chalk off that goal, but not say that that's a foul on Saka?" Crazy. So crazy yeah but i mean this happens every week i'm just kind of over it we need to like play well enough the stuff that goes two or four us with the ref like isn't important anyway so mm. just, ugh, refs we know like there's going to be like weird stuff and 
mess ups, but let's take it out of their hands. <laughs> Ray, your thoughts quickly on that. Did you think it was a penalty? Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was. Um, it was clumsy. Uh, yeah. I don't know whether Sutar just falls over or whether, <laughs> you know, he's actually just trying to put Saka off. But he um, he goes to ground. He's got his arms around him. Yeah. Again, like we're saying, contact in the box. If one uh, goal is going to be chalked off for similar uh, contact, then um, then surely that needs to be to, to be looked at at least. Mm. Um, and that's the thing as well. They didn't even ask the referee to go and no, have a second look and make a decision, no. did they? It just no. it just uh, they yeah. they just played on. So yeah, it was it was bizarre. Again, I think um, we we should have. Um, at least it should have at least been looked at. Um, obviously, yeah. I'm going to be biased. I'm going to say it's a penalty to us all day, but yeah, the fact. No, no, Ray, you know what? Just... No, Ray, you know what? No, it's not being biased because, as James reported in the in the in the chat, you can't you like you can't be rugby tackling people in the box. <laughs> it, it, it's not. It's, it's not. It's, it, yeah. that not be happening. And the fact that he yeah. both his arms around yeah, him. I mean, crazy. I know the Six Nations is on, isn't it? But he, <laughs> again, it's. Wrong sport, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think I think it should have been a pen. Um, yeah. and minimum they they should have looked at it. Um, or the referee yeah. should have made that decision. Hmm. Yeah, I think. Listen, Arsenal dominated that first half. Um, unfortunately, like, like I said, we didn't particularly work the Leicester goalkeeper that much, really. I don't. I actually don't think we had a shot on. Well, apart from the Trossard goal, which was a brilliant goal. Um, we should have stood, for, in my humble opinion. But listen, we moved, man. But. I actually thought in the second half, um, for the first 15 minutes, I thought we start. I thought we carried on from what we were in the first half. Dominant possession, great bits of triangular play between the likes of Jorginho, Erdegaard and, and Saka. Um, su superb. But listen, Arsenal start the second half even better by getting the goal within, a, within the first minute. Um, great assist by Trossard. Brilliant finish by Martinelli. And I'm glad he got the goal because he, he was having that kind of first half where um, it, it might not be happening for him. But yeah, Ray, coming to you, mate. What what a brilliant start to the second half, man. Yeah, it couldn't have gone any better. Um, especially, as we mentioned, we, we dominated possession. Um, we restricted Leicester to literally nothing and it was all us in that first half. So to then go out and the first action we score um, was massive. You know, you, you can score either um, before or, or after yeah. half time, and it's yeah. a huge psychological boost in the game, isn't it? Um, like you, I'm I'm delighted that Martinelli got that goal. Um, I'm even more pleased that he's not seriously hurt. Ooh, um, that looks yeah, that look, was a bit of a worry. Yeah, yeah. 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 but um, yeah, it's it's massive because he's uh, he's playing up front or at least in the forward position. Um, and we're mentioning the fact that we don't have Enketia starting or his uh his goals are dried up we don't have jesus at the moment yeah so we need our our forward players to to come in and and chip in with goals and, and martinelli has been on a bit of a drought uh yeah, yeah prior yeah, to the yeah. uh to the aston villa game so yeah two and two for him um again massive um really great play on the left from trossard. Uh, from trossard Brilliant. Brilliant. yeah as we mentioned mm. earlier um they can uh, swap positions, interchange. Trossard can go left. Martinelli can go through the middle, and vice versa. And uh, yeah, it was just a really great attacking move. Um, I love. I'm always a sucker for a nutmeg. Um, so the fact that, <laughs> that was uh, so good. <laughs> so the fact that Trossard put the ball through uh, Suter's legs was uh, was fantastic. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's a really composed finish, wasn't it? 
you know um it was mm. uh it was omri-esque if you like yeah tricky angle as well no it's good it's really really good finish um i thought let me not celebrate too hard because um we, we, you never know what they might be checking for this time. <laughs> so oh, honest, that's no. a shame. Yeah. yeah. But, but when I saw it, I thought, no, there, there's nothing that they can pull this back and have a look at. No, no. It's a great, great finish. Um, Just uh, absolute perfect perfect start to the second half that we needed because we should have gone in a half-time at least to go up, Um, maybe yeah. arguably even two, without actually hitting the target. Sounds crazy to say that, but you know what I mean. Um, But to get yeah. that goal so quickly going into the second half was brilliant because then you, got, then you can pull Leicester out of their game plan. They've got to come out a bit more get um what's I forgot to, I forgot the other winger's name but um get Harvey Barnes into the game a bit more um is it Tete for yeah Tete on the on the right hand side as well good player right by the way um, they bought from Donetsk um Villa but sorry Leicester Frank I'm into you yeah um we did score again now this is the one that really irritated me because when, when I saw it on the naked eye I thought this is really tight so mm -hmm. I'm assuming, okay, cool. Let's let's just take it for granted he was offside, but that that looked really, really tight. So again, I I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I it looked tight to me. I don't know about what you thought. Did is did they draw the lines? Like, did we no, see it the didn't. lines? It didn't. Oh. It didn't at all. Um, because it because it, it wasn't Saka. Saka wasn't offside. It, it was yeah. it was done against Martinelli. Just um, okay. Like you say, it's offside, but make it consistent. Yeah, but then so again, we don't have our we weren't using our usual broadcasters, so I don't know if that makes <laughs> no. a difference. Um no. so yeah, it looked really tight. It's just again Very another tight. I'd like to have seen the lines. Yeah. <laughs> um it's just uh, I mean, I've seen different angles of it and he looks on. Um but yeah, I mean, that's just the whole like VAR discussion and inconsistency and we all know like it's rubbish basically. Um so we just have to like score enough that a few of them won't be ruled out, if you know what I mean. It's 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 really um not a good state of affairs at the moment. No. As you were saying it ruins um celebrating goal because at, at this moment it feels like 70% are just ruled offside. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they can't use the automated system that they used in the World Cup, uh, like Hawkeye in tennis. Yeah, and and that little digital one that was really good. There's no like human subjectivity involved, which is kind of what VR was meant to be. But it's run by the same subjective, fallible idiots. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it worked really well in the World Cup, didn't it? But yeah, it works in the when they operate it in the Prem, it just seems to be a complete. Uh, where can I? Yeah, it seems to be an absolute. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're, they're, they're crucial decisions, mate. Because you know what I mean. That that led to a goal. That would have been two nil. And it's again, mm. it, it puts more pressure on Leicester. Like in the first half, we get the goal to go one nil up. It's a different game going into a half-time conversation with Mikel Arteta and the boys. It's listen. Let, let's be honest. It's not going to get Frank come back. It's not going to get any better because um, yeah, mm. just, just 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 it's. I don't know what's. I'd, I'd listen. I mean. It's the same things happening like for every team. As someone said in the chat, Forrest um and well, this isn't offside, but Forrest and Villa got robbed of a pen yesterday as well, and it's not fit for purpose. It's as much use as a handbrake on a canoe. Yeah. <laughs> well, true. it depends how shallow the canoe is. That very, very shallow. Yeah. Oh well that would work then. But anyway, um, so yeah, that every team is getting VAR decisions for and against, and it's mm. just like having another opponent. That you're playing against really and you just need to like accept it and oh yeah we're gonna get some horrible decisions which is sad um but did i hear that they've got this like regulator coming in 
or something. Um, no, that, I think right. that might be that. I might be with something else in terms of um, oh, is right. it the European? Is it the, the, to do with the European Super League? It's been spoken about before. Guy Neville's bang on about having a regulator for football for for quite a while actually. But um, I think it's more. There's that guy. That, that guy. League. I know that they're actually doing something about it now. There's also not not the recent rumor, but that other pro ref guy that's like come in to like more regulate it and talk to the refs and like evaluate their performances a bit better which is i don't you're talking about i think it's about howard webb um because we had we had had mike riley in in charge for way too long i think he was Mm. in charge for about i think it was either 06 or 09 we shouldn't have somebody in charge of refereeing standards that long when when this when it's going down the pan and i and i said this i said it before with howard webb um I, i had two simple words to him when he came in and took the job on good luck uh, and, and you know he's only he's not been here a long time, so I see a few people saying, "Oh, he's, he's got to go." I'm like, he's only been here for five minutes, so I mean, it, if you get rid of him, then who's going to come in? It's going to be any better. Mike Riley was there for more than ten years. He spoke, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He spoke to Sky Sports on one of the matches, and he seemed did. really yeah. like the Chelsea. Seemed really good. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, let's yeah. give him what? some time, but until then, we just have to deal with it. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see what Mr. Webb does. Um, you know. I think people remember him famously for not sending off Nigel de Jong. We've done a Kung Fu kick in the World Cup final, but this is not going to That's 50-50, wouldn't it? Can you imagine? I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I've stayed on for that. But yeah, that's a long time ago, people. So um, people, big up to you in the chat on this early Sunday morning. It's much appreciated. Like I said, smash the like button if you haven't already. Before we move on to the next bit, here's a little something you should really know by now. There you have it, people. It's a little surround intro into subscribing to Albert That's JTV. so sweet. Uh, <laughs> thank you for watching. Fran, thank you. You're, you're too kind. Don't worry. I, I know you subscribed already, so I don't need to preach to you, so it's fine. But um, no, um, people. So, um, yeah, we, 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 get, we get the goal. We'll go one nil up. Um, didn't, again, I think there's a, fir- a bit more of the first half, really, where we worked the ball well. Um, Leicester came out a little bit more. I think they only had one shot on goal, Leicester, and it wasn't even on target. I think it was Dewsbury Hall. Um, but Arsenal's fan, you mentioned it really well, coming back to you. One thing we haven't looked very good recently is, one, the clean sheets are dried up. Defensively, there's been a lot of naivety, particularly when we play Man City at home. I just couldn't believe I was watching. Um, <laughs> but yes, but yesterday, defensively, I thought they were, I thought they were, not going to swear, I thought they were they were excellent yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in particular for me, I thought Gabriel was colossus. I so I, good. I think he's been brilliant for a yeah, few weeks. Yeah, He was brilliant. Um, for Fran, yeah, although we didn't get the second goal, you must mm. have been impressed with the defensive display of Arsenal yesterday. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I was just looking at the stats, actually. Um, yeah, Fran. And apparently, who, who, Jorginho's stats were, like, amazing. Um, but you were just saying, just I'll go back to the defensive performance, which I love, mm. by the way. But, yeah, we had 10 shots to their one. Mm. Um only two on target. Two on target. For us yeah, their, yeah. To their yeah. zero, which is that like normal ratios? I don't know. It doesn't yeah. for having so much of the ball. And our and, first shot on target was the goal in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, possession sixty six percent, like really good, really good pass accuracy. I noticed actually mm. as well, and the stats do back that up. Um, eighty two percent compared to their sixty eight. Yeah. Um, yeah, complete like domination of the ball basically. But yeah, it did get a little bit dicey. Um. Uh, <laughs> Very physical, very physical, very physical. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. in the second half, and I heard some people saying like, "Oh, it's because like Jorginho is not quite as physical as Partey." So, 
we're getting kind of like tussled around a little bit. Um, but no, I think just um, to make up for that, like the the leadership that Jorginho brings and the yeah. marshalling of Gabrielle and Saliba and actually the rest of the team got back really well as well. We, we were very much like in structure, very tight lines. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just very much better, much more organised. It looked like they'd been practising like what to do when the opposition like breaks back and who's going to be where. and just looked very organised, very impressive. What did you think? Um, no, I, I'm I'm pleased. Listen, I, I've as much as I'm, you know, when I played football, my my attacking was my my element. Um, but I I think defensively, yeah. with Arsenal. I've been looking at that for quite a few years now because we've bought some poor defenders at this football club, um, which I'm not going to go into in terms of names. Uh, put them in the chat, it. guys. Yeah, yeah, no, no, don't. Well, you can <laughs> put them in the chat if you want, but no, um, yeah, and, and I think the defense has been an issue for quite a number of years. Um, I think with Gabriel in particular. You know, when he came, he had different centre-back partnerships um, week in, week out. You know, and he sort of just come to English football. He, he went from playing in a, you know, he's played in a two, he's played in a three. Um, he's, he's been excellent since he's come to Arsenal. And it, it actually makes me quite laugh, actually, with, um, and I always, use, I always use the keywords, Ray and Fran and people watching, there's sections of our fan base that are very quick to write off some of our signings when they join the club. Um, mm. and Gabriel was like, whispered, whispered upon, you know, a few things. I'm like, no, 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 Look, let's be serious, stick with this guy, man. We've got this guy for 27 million euros, man. I, so, I just yeah, wanted, yeah, I, I wanted mean, to, I wanted to interject. I noticed yesterday actually what I need, I want, I need to look into like his backstory and stuff because, like, I noticed his character's like really fantastic. Um, so do you remember we were people criticizing him for being like uh too like rash and he's yeah. diving and just like losing his head and stuff um but he's to me like he's really listened to that i imagine yeah. mikhail spoken to him about yeah. it and really cut down on that like he's really willing to learn and listen and, and seems really earnest in wanting to improve and change his game and also um he accidentally got Ian Acho in the face after um <laughs> follow through and he's he, he genuinely like this is just a small thing that I appreciate he would genuinely like you know most players will like tap on the shoulder like you're all right mate and then just walk yeah. away he like stood there for like two minutes like bro like are oh, you all right I'm so sorry like I made sure he was okay so I just personally like as a human um he's really willing to learn caring towards others oh, this is such a fran like uh, i know i know, I know how much you love i know how much you love our center backs it's all right fran. i'll let you know <laughs> um but yeah like his willingness to adapt change learn i think means that the sky's the limit for him really so yeah yeah ray come on to this comment from matthew it's a good point his distribution does not get enough credit as it does yes ben white's naturally very good at distribution um sleeper's not too bad as well but yeah, if you look at some of the goals we scored this season, I think when I think at the home game match, if I'm right or wrong, we played Fulham because um, Gabriel gave he gave he made a mistake in that game, but he made up for it because I think he one of the he set up one of the goals. I'm sure it was the Fulham game at home, but yeah, his distribution actually has got a lot better, man. Um, Ray, your thoughts on that, and obviously Arsenal defensive performance in general. Ray, come in. Yeah, I'd have to agree with uh, <laughs> his comment there. Um, yeah, fantastic. Uh, it, it just opens up the pitch for us in so many different yeah. ways, doesn't it? Guys that can uh, well pass the ball um, from distance with great accuracy, um, great pace. And like I say, we had it with Jorginho. We got it in Ben White as well. Um, obviously, we know what's the work that's in change. 
Nico does at left back in terms of how he uh, gets us going and, and recycles the ball and moves it about. So yeah, it's uh, it's massive. Um, I really like Gabriel. I think he's a quality player. He's had um, some mistakes in the last uh, few seasons, but we forget he's. I think he's only what 25, 26. You know, you just sort of assume he's 30, yeah. 31 because mm. of how long he sort of seems to have played for us. But young young players they're going to make mistakes. And, exactly. Uh, what I like with Gabriel is that he's got all the attributes to be a top top centre back. Um, left footed as well, which is always great. Compliments. Um, you know, we've got one left, one right at, yeah. at our, as our defence. So yeah, I think um, he gives us so many options. He's uh, he's been brilliant. Um, I know he made that mistake against Man City, but let's be yeah. honest, it was a high pressure game. Um, it just one moment, one mistake, and and they can do that to us. So yeah, I've, I've uh, I'm really pleased with him. Um, hopefully, him and Saliba will be our centre back partnership for for many years to come. Yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah, like I say, I just I just like what he offers yeah. a team. He's also a goal threat uh, as well, isn't he? I think. Um, yes, I think he scored highest scoring centre back possibly last season. Well said. Yeah, um, he was certainly last was. season, and he's got a few this season as well. So yeah, long may it continue. Uh, Fran, coming back to you quickly. Yeah. Oh, can I? Sh- You're gone. I'm going to come back to you anyway. Okay. Yeah, no, they're a really imposing duo, those two. Um, And when one of them's slightly off form, so the other one seems to just like properly step up and they're both imposing large, just fantastic. As you say, I hope to see them together for years to come. And with Saliba's recent comments, it sounds promising. So anyway, Albert, what were you going to ask? No, I was just going to say um, in terms of Arsenal fans talk a lot about um, money spent and getting quality players in. I think we struck the jackpot with these two, man. Um, the sun's come out again. It's driving mad. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, if, if, if you look at it, the money we spent on Gabriel and Saliba, 27 million euros each, I believe. That's, that is unbelievable business. Imagine man. what they're worth now. Ex- exactly. That and, that and that's the point. Yes, mm. we can cry about not getting Mudrick and I understand that. But if you look at some of the signings we have made, um, those two as a centre-back pairing, they're probably going to be our best two centre-back pairing. You could probably go back to the days of the Invincibles and, and even probably before that. That's how good they are. And that's and they're yeah. going to get better. Listen, they're not even... Listen, Saka's obviously... We're, we're hearing, obviously, in terms of, you know, contract imminent signing to 2028. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to talk, talk about him. That we're going to finish up soon and sort of get your player of the match. But with Saka, and big up Zinchenko, by the way, um, being made captain yesterday for um, marks a year for the, the war in Ukraine. And he played brilliant as well. But with Saka, um, this is my own personal opinion. And I want to get you two's opinions as well. People in the chat, feel free feel, feel free to, to jump in. But when he came through, they obviously came through, broke into the first team when Emery was there. Um, thought I was promising, really good youngster. Look, look something, looks like he's got something about him. He, he's gone on to be better than what I ever possibly thought he could be. And you have to bear in mind as well, He's not going to hit the peak of his career for another six or seven years. Mm. And, that, and that's a scary thing for how good he's been already this season for Arsenal and for England being obviously player of the year. He, he's been, he's a, he's better than what I thought he'd be. Um, mm-hmm. And I think begrudgingly, a lot of rival football fans are like, you know what? Yeah, very much so. This, 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 this kid's not a flash in the pan. Uh, Ray, come into you quickly, mate. Go on. Was it come through to him? 
Yeah, to uh, yeah. you just said. Um, yeah. yeah, he's uh, he, he's an absolute quality player. I don't want to give him the, the world class tag or anything because I think it is just way too early, um, and and just let the player just develop. But um, Saka's operating at a world currency, whether he is or or not. Let's let's see. But certainly the things that he's doing. He's able to just run right down that right hand side, and he, yeah. and uh, you know, he's he can get past players. He can shoot. He can pass. He's, he's strong. Um, he's intelligent. You know, all sorts of goals from Bakaya Saka, aren't we? At his time at Arsenal, and uh, yeah, he is he is our main man. He's the player that we we look to. Um, yeah, I didn't think he had his best game yesterday. But let's take nothing away. I think it's because maybe Leicester would have really focused on trying to stop him. Um, and that may have given uh, the other side with Trossard and Martinelli that bit more license, a bit more uh, freedom to get forward and, and make things happen. But um, yeah, James just mentioned it there. I, I think that's probably our best uh, academy player, certainly since Ashley Cole. Yeah, million percent. Um, Jack Wilshire always had that potential, but... Unfortunately, injuries, you know, stop to stop that. But yeah, he's he's a absolute gem. Uh, we need to get him signed up um, as soon as possible. And uh, yeah, I absolutely just um, love watching him. And like you say, rival fans, I think they 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 want to they want to cuss him. They want to uh, you know they want to really slate him, but they can't because he's just a likable player, isn't he? Yeah. No, it's true. Fran, I'll get your thoughts quickly about Saka. But no, you make a good point in the sense of, um, and I said this to you before, Ray, I think with a lot of rival fans, what what they do is, I, I see what their game is. Man sees through their crap. Um, <laughs> Go on. Because, because the thing is, what, what they do, Fran, is they they try to use humour to, to mask the fact that they're really, really, their blood's boiling inside that Arsenal are doing yeah. well and that we've got a player in someone like Saka who's actually excellent. So they try to humour and banter because they can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yeah. I see through it. A lot of Arsenal fans see through it. So yeah, Fran, your thoughts about our imminent um, new contract signing or extension contract signing, Saka? Oh, I'm absolutely thrilled to hear that. And because you know, there's just you know what we're like. We're like, oh, he hasn't signed it yet. Yeah, maybe he's looking <laughs> elsewhere. Um, but you know, as as um everyone as they said, I can't remember which journalist. Um, he's been wanting to sign it all along. They've been in yeah. doubt. And I just can't wait to have it confirmed and there will be a party in my household because he is elite. Fran, I'm coming, by the way, if it's a party in your household. No, you're not. I'm kidding. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, you totally. Come and wear your your sweatshirt. Yes. A Saka signing party. Yes. Yes. Let's do it. Um, (laughs) That's distracted me. Um, No, absolutely elite at the moment. And what I think is incredible about it, I just think... Since the horrible events after the Euros, yeah. uh, um, it really, uh, it's that kind of crossroads where it's like, how are you going to respond to this? You're going to let this break you or like make you invincible. Um, and to him, I think he's just, as you know, he's got a great family around him and stuff. And he said to himself, like, this is not going to like um, take me down. Um, I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm going to show them and like, um, yeah, to all the haters and stuff, all the horrible abuse that he got. So I'm just going to become 10 times better. Um, so that mentality, I think whatever setbacks uh, come to him within a game um, over a season, 
I think since he's got through that, he now believes in himself that he can overcome anything. Um, So that is just so amazing. And he keeps stepping up um, in the big moments where you think like, oh, she... But he's so calm. Mm. Um, So really, I can't um, praise his mentality enough, um, who he is as a person. And I think, um, but that aside, like, you can be a great person, but not be like a great footballer, okay? But he's insane. And he's, as you were saying, Ray, he's only getting stronger and less pushed, being pushed off the ball, less, um, more and more confident, I think. He's very very good at keeping the ball. He's very good at keeping it in touch. He's brilliant. brilliant. um, I think he sort of realised, or Arteta said to him, like, you're not going to get protection from the refs, like... Um, you just have to like stand up for yourself and not let it like derail you. Um, so every time he's straight back up, as Ray was saying, sometimes he even like snaps back at the players. Yeah, now he understands it's just part of his game. That's what Arteta's told him. It's like that will happen. Being the player that you are, being so good, you're not going to get the extra protection. You just need to toughen up. Um, <laughs> not that he sure. was never not tough. Yeah, um, no, and sure, so sure. that's what he's done. And I'm liking seeing these longer range efforts from him, like shooting earlier. And um, it surprised me a few times where, uh, and I've just gone like, wow, like that was never in doubt. What what was the game? I think it was against City. Just out of nowhere, he was just like top bins. I think mm. it was long range one, but I could go on about him forever. Um, so that's City incredible. last season, possibly at home. No, no, yeah. uh, this season. I, I mean, the goal last week wasn't bad either. Yeah, no, no, it was, it was Villa. It was Villa. Villa that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But he raffled it. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just hugely important at the moment that this crop of young talent all sign kind of five year deals at the same time. And we've already got um who have we already got? Gabriel's already done his and Martinelli's done his. So we're just, yeah. we're just, waiting, on, we're just waiting on Saliba. That, that I think that will get done. Yeah. But I think when seeing all of the people around them do it, that'll influence them. Like, oh, if the guys are doing it, then I will. Um, yeah. So I'll be so excited when Saliba and Saka, if, when, it's looking like they will sign and Saka can just continue to, like, flourish. And I think he really does have the potential to be world-class. Uh, and he's performing, as you say, at the moment, at a world-class yeah. standard, like, levels above Um many other players in the league so yeah mm. i love him well well said right? well said right people one more thing to ask well you said. guys um, sorry to go on by the way yeah, that's all right i was trying to um see um the result hasn't come in because i saw arsenal obviously posted yesterday um for people to vote for their player of the match the candidates were Jorginho, trossard <laughs> um oh god what's his name gabriel i forgot the last one <laughs> that guy uh <laughs> Got the last person, but yeah, you, uh, Ray, who was your player in the match yesterday? Uh, it's a tough one. I thought no one was below a seven out of ten. Um, if I had to choose someone, I would have said Trossard, Penny. Yeah, good um, shout, just good because shout. uh, his influence in the game. Um, like we said earlier, I think he should have scored, um, had that goal, um, <laughs> yeah allowed and and what a finish it was by the way you know he didn't know it was uh it was going to be chalked off and it was an incredible no. finish and just his influence the fact that he come in for uh for um uh for who's Eddie. his name and Ketia, Eddie. 
and yeah. uh, and still done a really great job for us was uh, was massive. But you know, yeah. I can hear arguments for Jorginho, Gabriel, Martinelli. I can hear you know shouts for all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I love this comment. Good, good shout, good shout. You're <laughs> good, good call. Yeah, Fran, who's your player of the match? Jorginho. <laughs> but as you say, like it's nice when we are kind of debating who should be player of the match rather than like who screwed up the most. Um, mm. So Jorginho, I noticed like he's really, really good at. <laughs> uh, sorry, the comments are so distracting. You guys are oh, funny. <laughs> um, so Jorginho, he's really good at the subtle, <laughs> um, the subtle uh, sprinklings on top of the cake, like that make you sort of a winning side. So. Um, I noticed a couple of things, sort of the dark arts, but not really. Um, mm. he, he knows how to work a ref. Yeah, yeah he does. So he does. Yeah, he does. He really him, does. Him and Xhaka. Him and Xhaka, definitely, yeah. Yeah, they put their arm around the ref. Like, sorry, what yeah, was that, I, Sorry, Fran, sorry. to cut in. I, I thought that was brilliant yesterday. Yeah. So, sorry, sorry. I thought that was brilliant yesterday because I thought if that was against us, it would wind you up, wouldn't it? It would, it would drive you absolutely yeah. crazy. But, yeah, that's the a great word, the dark arts. He, yeah. uh, he done that brilliant, brilliant well. Yeah, and, and uh, um, gave us uh, that different dimension. Sorry, in carry the on. Final, in the final 10 minutes of the game, just like on the floor for most of it, <laughs> it was it was a beautiful performance. And he's good at it as well, because our team is bad at the dark arts. Like, <laughs> we just get caught every time. Yeah, so that'll, said, be, yeah. that'll be like that kind of finesse. He's going to uh, spread to the rest of our team and know how to do it well. Um, so, yeah, I, I just, I'm so impressed with him. Um, he's the ultimate professional um he's not at Chelsea anymore I thought it might be kind of conflicting that he's moved to a London rival am I getting like weird feedback no yeah we can hear you fine oh um but yeah no he's come to Arsenal he's fully on board with Arsenal bringing all his tricks um Chelsea fans are fuming at the moment like I've been listening no, to I know some of them are not some of them are not happy they're not they're yeah not um and if we go on to win the league with Jorginho um they're just <laughs> they're gonna just be even more mad i'm i'm gonna chat to my friend who's a chelsea fan oh i'm so excited about the match um today it's first chelsea isn't it yeah oh i'm gassed and go on newcastle but look i'm rambling go back to you. <laughs> right don't worry fred it's all right don't worry it's all right um so no yeah i, I made it clear in terms of who i thought my player in the match was yesterday none of no one's wrong um but for me gabriel was immense he was fantastic absolutely brilliant and he has been for a few weeks. Um, Trevs, if you're still there, mate, drop in the, who you thought your player of the match was, because we're going to wrap up in a minute. But listen, we've got Everton on Wednesday. I will be there for that game. Um, this game should happen a long time ago. It should have happened, I think it was in October last year, um, or September, whenever it was. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll be there Wednesday. I'll be I'll be screaming from the rooftops. Hopefully we'll get the job done. Um, they need to bounce back because they're in the bottom three now, Everton. Um, and we need to do our duty on Wednesday and keep them there. It's, it's as ruthless as that um, because we're going for a lead title and we and we can't relent um, any sort of momentum. And what I do want on Wednesday, uh, we're definitely not going to. We might not definitely get it. We need to get. We need to get another clean sheet at home. We've only had two in the Premier League, which is not good enough. Um, uh, although we've gone to win games, yeah. Newcastle and um, Nottingham Forest are only two games we haven't because we where we've kept a clean sheet. We've conceded in every other game. That needs to change a bit. Um, the Trevs just dropped in. Go on, Trevs. Creating for about Zinchenko just go on Trevs. Trevs, man, I miss you, man. I need to give you a hug, man. I haven't seen you so such a long time. Um so he starts off against Everton. Um you know what? Good question, Matthew. 
Check out my Twitter if you're on there. I might, I, I might drop it. I might think. Let me think about it. <laughs> Well, do, yeah, I imagine you'll do a, a preview. Do you, do you do uh, I, I do. I'm not 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 many. I many. might. Um, I might speak to my Everton contacts to, to see if she's around. She's a busy lady. Um, busy busy lady. Everton Rose. Big up to her as well. Quality content creator. Um, people in the chat. Thank you for tuning in for this breakfast show, as I call it, with Albert JTV match uh, review, my regular rate, and the fantastic super Fran. Um, big up to people in the chat. If you haven't already, people, can you please? Obliterate the like button. Get them algorithms up. Twitter people, retweet, like, Facebook. Yo, thumbs up with your blue thumbs up. But um, I want to thank my amazing guest. Um, Ray, top man as usual. We need to meet up before the end of the season, definitely. Um, if not, make plans for the end of 100%, May. 100%, yeah. Because it, it, could, it could be quite an interesting day. <laughs> but um, give, tell the people where they can find you, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks again for having me, mate. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, handle Sister, Ray underscore Kasim. Um, I'm obsessed with football, love the Arsenal, so uh, I do love that. Um, just a quick one, very um, the uh, away fans yesterday. I thought they were absolutely yeah, immense. Um, they, you could hear really on TV. Um, I think Leicester did start to pipe up, same old Arsenal, uh, shut them down, and, and we were fantastic. Um and just a quick one, just yeah, my thoughts yeah. go out to the late and great John Motson. Um, yes, absolute legend shot. of the game. Of match of the day. Mm. I always think of theme uh, tune, uh, Gavin in and uh, John Motson's commentary. So, yeah, my condolences to his friends and family. Mm. And uh, yeah, what a legend. No, no, Ray, great shout. Um, I've seen some unbelievable commentary with Ray Motson, even when I, John Motson, sorry, even when um, bits you hear when you was young and or maybe alive, but yeah, the, the Tigana, mm. the, the Tigana goal in the Euros in the 80s, great commentary. Uh, the Brady goal, um, in the set against Spurs, There's so many, man. Like, he's, yes, sad, 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 um, sad loss, man. But Frank, coming to you, Saran, give us a plug. Of your channel and your amazing artwork, I still got the pictures. I'm going to bring them up before you talk, Fran. Um, Fran sent me a fantastic piece. Um, and she logoed my Albert JT. I'm going to stand up a bit so people can see this. It's my favorite Bakaya Saka. These two people <laughs> straighten him out. <laughs> yeah, and you got the Albert JTV there. Let me see if I get the right. This it straighten it out there. Fran, no, so, so Fran, thank you for that, and I actually adore you and love you to pieces. So give your channel a plug. And your amazing oh. artwork. You deserve to you deserve to make like a million pounds and have a fantastic future. I'm so broke. So yeah, let's do it. <laughs> right, give keep... a Go um, on, yes. So I sent that to Albert. Um little personal touch. Say sorry for sleeping through my alarms and missing the Sunday brunch last week. I, this has been so good. I love this. I love, love this. Um, but yes, so on scene I'm seeing sketches on Twitter. That's how quite a few people know me. But Everywhere Frank, else, keep talking. I'm gonna get. I am Goal Art So, um, which is the name of my clothing and art and prints business. Um, so yeah, here are some of my drawings. Um, the one I did of Trossard on the right. I might turn that one into a shirt soon. Thanks. I, I love doing it, and I've got plenty more to come. I'm just working on some unrelated stuff at the moment. Um, but yeah, these are my pencil and painting mixed media drawings. And then I take them to the shop and I scan them and then put them into a graphic design for T-shirts like the one Albert is wearing. And I absolutely love it. Yeah, I've got some 
little photos of them there. Um, I'm just trying to get the word out. So please, if you can, um, follow my, oh, that's me on the right. Um, follow, my, <laughs> follow my new um, Instagram and um, YouTube channel, really. Yes. that's um, So I'm putting all my art time-lapse videos and uh, chats about um, our performances on Goal Art. So <laughs> James has been asking me, sorry, in the comments, James has asked me to paint Gunnosaurus. He's been asking me for like a year. <laughs> uh, that would be so epic. Like a hyper-realistic version. That would be amazing. Um, so yeah, please do check out Goal Art. So um, on YouTube, my new channel, and on Instagram, they're the main ones. I'd be super grateful. So thank Frank, you for letting me out. plug that. <laughs> no, that's a, fr a friend of friend. You know, I adore you to pieces. So also, people as well. Um, in the title on YouTube, if you Fran's channel link is actually in the description. It's in the bio and it's in the title. So just click on the title and it'll take you to straight to her channel and you subscribe. Um, so. I know people don't really like to multitask sometimes. <laughs> Trust me, I, I, I've been I did YouTube enough. I know how it works. People just, they need to see it. They need to just move yeah. like literally two, two centimeters. It's there in the title. So <laughs> go out. So it's Fran's channel. So people just hit this, hit that and subscribe to the channel. And like I said, the channel link is also in the bio. So click on that. And like I said, I've got, the, I've got my, I've got the thing t-shirt in the back, actually. Where's it gone? Oh, you're so sweet. Got, I've got the Gabriel Jesus one, people. Here's oh. someone made earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got oh, my there. oh, I love you, Albert. You brought no. that by surprise. No, that's all right. No, um, <laughs> but no, people, thank you in the chat. This year, like I said, the, the morning shows with Ray, like, I, I enjoyed the morning shows. It's not something I thought about doing in terms of content, doing them early, but love it. And you know what? As well, people, YouTubers will know this. It frees up your day as well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's it. But I know, um, Jenny, shout out to you as well. Jenny, I've never met you before. It needs to happen. Tell Lucy, I've known her for a while, but I'll, I'll be in touch. Um, Ranted, thank you for jumping in. Trevs, James, you beautiful Essex man, you. Love you to pieces. And everybody else that's joined in. Doug, Liverpool fan, great support of the channel. Listen, football community is fantastic. But as your host, people, Albert JTV, um, weekly surgery is still going to come. You can see that about. Live stories will come back again sometime soon. Again, with that, it's a bit more difficult because... I'm purely working on people's availability with that. They, they, they have to be free. Otherwise, I can't do the show. Um, but no, that will come. And um, obviously, I might do a live match reaction on Wednesday night. I'll see how I get on. But big up to you in the chat, people. Um, yes, Albert JTV over and out. Arsenal are back to the top of the league, people. Woo! Zinni, my man in the match, Gabriel. And the goal that won the game, Gabriel Martinelli. So um, all good people. But... Yes, let's log off. Let's go and enjoy the rest of our Sunday. It's Albert JTV over and out. Match review. Arsenal are top of the league once again. See you soon, people. Over and out. One, two,